Welcome to Caffeinated Living. We are a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle. I'm Dustin. And I'm Rob. So, yes, we're back with you. So, uh, do you want to introduce who you want me to, Kyle? Even though it'll come out later, but today is happy May the 4th. Happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, Dustin. Oh, thank you. Happy Star Wars Day, Star Wars Day. Great for me. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing of Star Wars. Except Chewbacca's fuzzy. Chewbacca is fuzzy. Makes weird noises. And you know that Yoda... He's green. (laughs) See... And Darth Vader really is well. <laughs> he's evil. That's all we He is evil. Okay. And he dresses in all black. There he's you go. Not, he's and he not entirely evil. And he can't breathe. He's not entirely evil. Yeah. I want to give him some antibiotics. I think he has a sinus infection. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time he breathes, it's like <sighs> something like that. He's got asthma. Yeah, I think so. Too. So since it is May the fourth, uh, obviously this, this podcast will come out after May the fourth, but we still want to wish you May the fourth. So. It, it, it got me thinking, Dustin. I know you. You say you might be out of this, but you can you can put something to it if you need to. What would be your favorite Star Wars movie? Your one go to. I have two answers. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll say this is going to be not popular to most people, but the Phantom Menace is my favorite. Only from a nostalgia point. Phantom Menace came out when I was a kid, and I remember getting all the toys at KFC and Pizza Hut and all that stuff. But I know it's people's least favorite. But I love pod racing. I love, I even like Jar Jar Binks. Shoot me. I don't care. I love that movie. But my favorite all time Star Wars movie, it's become Rogue One. I love the storyline. I love the different characters. I love the ending. The ending is the coolest ending in all the movies. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite. What's yours? So, to yours, uh, second favorite one would be Rogue One. Okay. I mean, that, that, that's just, I don't know. I could watch that movie over and over and yeah. over and over. But then Empire Strikes Back. Okay. That, that one's my favorite. That's a good one. But I would say that I don't like The Phantom Menace, but it's not the worst Star Wars movie. What's the worst one? Solo. Oh, yeah, easily. That yeah. is by far the absolute worst Star Wars movie there ever has been made. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. That, that, that's even worse than the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's some funny parts of that. There, yeah. there are, but it's Solo's still, terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. So yeah. we're, not going, we're, not, we're not here to play spoilers or anything. But, Dustin, do you have a, a favorite Star Wars movie? Or you're just well, like... Unfortunately, all the listeners are probably going to think I'm... They're gonna hate me after this. I haven't actually watched any of the movies of yeah. Star Wars. I Not gave you, I gave one. you homework. Yeah, but a couple I got, episodes. I got ago. that many hours of the day to sit down. Just and watch, watch that. one a, a month. One it's, a month. Yeah. Who has a month? To, who has time to sit around for a whole month and watch? It takes two hours. Two hours. That's a long. That's you, a lot. Especially you have, you have two kids. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. You introduce David to Star Wars. Okay, he'll thank you. <laughs> no, he won't. He'll be like, Daddy, turn this. What is this? <laughs> Creepy man in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> he might not. Yeah. Okay. All my son watches is Blippy and Coco Melon. So. Oh, I can't stand Coco Melon. <laughs> Coco Melon is now up there with Caillou for me. Gosh. Not. Yeah. Oh, that must be bad. Oh, it's terrible. What is that? You don't remember Caillou? No, I don't remember. The little bald-headed kid that I was like. Yeah, the most whiny kid on television. Oh, yes. I, I haven't seen that. Yes, uh, that Caillou was. Oh. But so, anyway, yeah. we're, we're not here to discuss annoying cartoons because <laughs> that, that list could go on too, probably. But no, it, it is uh, Star Wars Day, so we just thought we'd throw that out there. Let us know, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Hmm. Or who's your favorite Star Wars character? That would be a good one. Is it Star Wars just because it's May the 4th and May the... May the 4th. Yeah. May the 4th. Okay. Okay. So that's why it's Star and then Wars. Okay. May the 6th is Return of the 6th. Okay. Because there's a return in the Sith. I'm, and then there's Cinco feel, de Mayo in between there. Yes. So, wow, I feel so much more educated now. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I, I, trust me, as much as I like Star Wars, I like May the 4th, but it, it doesn't hold a candle anywhere near Cinco de Mayo. That's so. That's you celebrate I'm Cinco de Mayo? By going to get Mexican food? and. Do, do I need a reason to get Mexican food? I don't <laughs> need a, that just gives me an excuse right oh, there. Yeah. My Cinco de Mayo tradition used to be Go get Mexican and then have a Jaritos. You ever had a Jaritos, a Mexican soda? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're good. There's the orange ones. They got orange. They got lime. Okay. Yeah. Pineapple is good. Pineapple's probably my favorite, but yeah. I like pineapple. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be fun. I would do that. I would try. Yeah, go to the, go to Walmart on the Mexican Isle. I, I need no excuse to, to eat tacos, nachos, burritos, <laughs> enchiladas, whatever. I'll, Antacids. I'll... <laughs> Antacids. <laughs> so, well, thanks. Glad you guys are joining us again. So we are concluding this long process that we have talked about the 12 most avoided topics in youth ministry. So I find it interesting. This is the last one? This is the last one. Wow. Should we sing? Go ahead. Hallelujah or something? Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah you know what? We will let everybody <laughs> listen on that one. Yeah, that'd be the next American Idol. Not really. They'd kick me out. <laughs> but today's topic, the last one, is the cost of discipleship. Ooh, that's a bombshell. I'm not sure how, even when I was like going back and reading over the article, I'm not sure how that's a topic that's avoided in youth ministry because I'm thinking, shouldn't that be a topic that's discussed every week almost mm-hmm. in your youth ministry? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but probably I, more than discussed, it should be practiced lived out and practiced. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 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 I think yeah. Uh, let, let me just read the first paragraph here, and I think that will kind of give us a better understanding. It says the drive to get students to come to youth group has caused us to choose between making students happy or holy. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So let, let, let's dissect that for a minute. You agree with that or not? Read again. The drive to get students to come to youth group has caused us to choose between making students happy or yeah. holy. Mm. And it comes down to the motivation of why are you getting wanting students to come to youth group? Yeah. yeah. The motivation for a lot of people is to create an exciting atmosphere that is a big draw to people, but there's so much lacking in that. I think a lot of times it leaves us flat, like, man, that was fun, but where did you grow? Yeah. Like, right. where, where, where was the fruit from that? Yeah. And the, those kind of ministries are more what I call program-driven yeah. rather than gospel-driven. Yeah. Because um, you're so focused on drawing people in, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you neglect to actually sit down and say, oh, let's see what God's Word says. Let's look at the yeah. gospel. Let's look at the ramifications of sin and all those different things that come with that. But Or it's like <clears throat> if you show up to this event, your name is going to be entered to win a PS5. Like, yeah. how amazing is that? Whose budget oh. can afford that? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, PS5 would take up my whole budget. I know, right? That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, but I've had it's nothing like, left. And then you ask people that do that kind of thing. They're like, well, we got their phone number. Like, we're going to let them know when we – well, you're, you're, you're missing yeah. the boat, I think. Missing the mark. Yeah. Glad you got your number. How about you reach out to them and say, yeah. hey, let's talk about Jesus. And I know? think that's some of their goals. But, man, I again, yeah. there's, there's – better, well, I can't say better goals, but there's better goals or better means to find ways to get students' information. And yeah, yeah. you know, nothing wrong with doing a drawing. I've done drawings. Yeah. Before, oh yeah, but, but I think too. PS Five, like. Well, I was just throwing it out there, but I, I think not only is it program driven for many of the, the that kind of mindset, it's numbers driven. Where look how many people I had show up to youth group tonight. Look how many people I came or that came to our block party or back to school bash or whatever it is. Like that's awesome, man. But how are you incorporating discipleship into that? Okay, so y'all have hit on the first paragraph without even knowing this. So the the drive to get students to come to youth group has caused us to choose between making students happy or holy. We focus first on numbers because they're easiest to measure. It's harder to measure transformation, so we go with what's easier and makes more sense. Yeah. And I, I, I get that on one level. Yeah. Transformation in ministry, especially youth ministry, is challenging. Yeah. Because we may never see the fruit of that mm. a, 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 until they are full-blown adults. Yeah. Mm. And I think, and, it's appropriate, I think it's appropriately titled The Cost of Discipleship. Hmm. I mean, that's also a book. The first thing I thought of was the Bonhoeffer book. Yes. Great but, book, by the way, if you've never read it. It's very long. But I think oh, it's yeah. appropriate because it is a cost. Mm-hmm. So when when we talk about that, what's the cost? I mean, time. You just said that, man. Like the whole trying to just get people to show up, mm. instant gratification. That's amazing. But, man, trying to put in the work 
of seeing people grow and seeing people return and seeing what that looks like, sometimes we never see that. But it is a cost, and it is worth it. But not a lot of people are willing to put that work in. So let me ask you this. How do we see growth? Hmm. Like, has, has pastors and youth pastors, what are some signs or what, 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 what's some of the fruit? It even has kids and teenagers, specifically for a moment. How do we see that fruit? How do we see that growth? To say, yes, we see there's something different about you. Like, have y'all experienced that? Have you tried to figure that out in your own ministries? Are you saying, like, how do you gauge yes. growth? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, you should see some difference between the time where they come in in sixth grade or seventh grade and by the time they're graduating. You should see that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you sometimes know, we gauge it on how many mission trips a student went on. But that's not, I don't think that's a good way to gauge that either. Well, no, I mean, I'm just talking from middle school to high school, from the, their first day coming into our, our youth group mm-hmm. to the last day they're leaving. What are some of those signs that you guys have noticed in your own students before or that you, you try you want to look for so that you don't sit here and bang your head against the wall saying, okay, Lord, I've just spent seven years with this person. Did they get anything? Hmm. And, and I think what you said, some of the yeah things of you, 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 you would see in them, maturity. Yeah. You know? Well, one of the ways that I've seen that is – if I have a senior show up, <laughs> I mean, to me, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Just that. But then another way is I see that those seniors are still excited to show up. But then they're also looking at some of these seventh and eighth graders and be like, all right, let me give some of my time to them. And that might look differently. That That's probably not going to be like, hey, let's walk through the Bible together. Hey, let's get lunch. But if they're willing to talk to them and encourage mm-hmm. them and make them excited, man, that that's maturity. Okay. One, that they're willing to show up where in 2021, where most seniors are like, man, youth group is not cool anymore. That is a huge gauge for me to see that because I've got a handful of graduates this year. And, I, and I'll say this, maybe one or two of them show up regularly to church in general, and that's not even youth group. So to me, just seeing that they're willing and wanting to when they have all these other things, pulling their attention or, or jobs or girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever, just the fact that they're willing to be there, is that, that shows Christian maturity to me. But it's not everything. Attendance isn't everything. Right. No, but I think it's a good – it is a good gauge because if you do have senior – I mean, because goodness gracious, the stuff that they can get into Yeah. that's non-church related, they could be doing something else with their time, but they choose – for an hour to come and sit and listen to what you have to say that says says a huge amount um one way i i I can judge too is i have i have quite a few seniors and most of all my seniors minus one or two actually come every wednesday but um random times you'll get a text or something it'll be like hard day i know i need to i know god's in control i need to let you know let him handle this but i just really need you to pray and always in my mind i'm like Wow, they are listening. Yeah, because like, it's a win. Yeah, who would who would say something like that? Normally, it'd be you know like, I'm having a bad day, pray for him. But they include, I know God's got this, but I still need you to pray. Wow, um, I think those are. I mean, I think those are good signs. But like you said, they're not everything, but they're. I think they're a good sign that you're connecting and reaching them. So how do we go about this? idea that discipleship is hard i mean first we easily we can look to scripture and following jesus is going to be difficult yeah Mm -hmm. i I think that's you know anybody whoever has become a christian and, and been saved by the grace of god does not say oh christianity is so easy why didn't i do this before I mean, it's there. There's things there that you're you're giving up. You're sacrificing, yeah. putting yourself before God or God before yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that it's that inward struggle we have. Yeah. Well, again, the title appropriate 
it, it's going to cost you something. Discipleship costs you something. It may, it may even cost you everything, and it should cost you everything, right? Mm. But I think if we were to break discipleship down and what it is and what it should be, the first thing I would say is obedience. I feel like we've talked about this before. Maybe not, but, well, I mean, obedience. Probably have, but yeah. everything everything comes full circle. Yeah. Well, discipleship, times. it demands that obedience. It demands accountability mm. for crying out loud. It, it demands sacrifice and discipline, which nobody wants discipline. Mm. Again, all this stuff is coming full circle. The stuff we've mentioned and said, and it goes mm-hmm. back to last week's pod where we talked about work. It, it takes work. It takes... All of these things, but breaking it all down, it demands obedience to Christ. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think of um, Matthew when it talks about the Great Commission. I know a lot of people look there, and um, you know, it says go therefore and make disciples of all nations. A lot of people look at that and say that word um, "go" is the command. I mm-hmm. mean, you'd think, "Well, go." He's telling us to go, but actually, if you look at it in the Greek. The actual command is to what? Make disciples. disciples. Yeah. Um, and so, like you said, it does require you to actually do something. Mm. Um, and I think I think that's why discipleship is, a, is hard for a lot of people because it actually requires them to do something other than sitting in a church pew on Sunday morning. Mm. I mean, I, mm. I, I know that's harsh, but I mean, that's just that's no, how I right. feel about that. I think... Because the church is really good at evangelism, we're really good at missions, but when it comes to discipleship, we drop the ball. Is Why the, is I, the church really good at evangelism, though? In a way, but we could we could have a whole other podcast. Well, you're what right. you say is evangelism, yeah. Because I, mean, I think there's a difference between evangelism and outreach. We're very good at in reaching, right? Yeah, and well, to yeah. me, that's evangelism. Mm-hmm. That's a form of evangelism. But are you evangelizing if you're not sharing the gospel, even if you're just inviting people to church? If you're not sharing your faith, if you're not saying, hey, this is how Christ has changed me. I don't know. We don't don't want to go down that rabbit trail. I was just... No, you're... Yeah, no. Just just a thought. Just a thought. But we're we're not... the, The capital C church is not great at discipleship. Right. Right. So, Dustin, you said, say that again. I, I can't. I can't wrap my brain how you said that. That the church is. Oh, how do you say that? We, something about we don't do discipleship because we're too busy. Oh, I just said. I think a lot of times we um, we discipleship it costs something because it's it's not as easy as for us just to sit in a church pew on Sunday mornings. It actually requires us to actually make disciples to interact with somebody to help them be more like Jesus. All right, let me let me bring this up. This is a can of worms probably, but I'm going to bring it up because I'm dealing with this in real life, in real life ministry right now, where He's we're out the can opener. We're we're at a time where I feel like people are coming to church, right? At least. For my my personal home church, it has been a struggle getting people to come. But the whole aspect of discipleship, people can do discipleship on their own. They don't need the church for that, right? Right. But at what point can discipleship and service kind of cross paths? Where we I mentioned this last week, it's, it's been difficult to get people to serve or to volunteer. And the thing that I always get thrown in my face is I need to be fed and I I can't stand that phrase I need to be fed that to me that's just one of the most selfish things you can say but I get it on a certain level so transferring that back to discipleship can discipleship and service work together and should they I mean not to put you guys on the spot but no, no. if you are constantly being fed mm-hmm you're not doing anything with what you're being fed with yeah th- there's no, there's no point in it right mm. it's empty because mm-hmm. at, that, at that point we can have all the head knowledge in the world but if we're not going and doing something with it or if we're not coming alongside and, and walking with a another brother or another sister in Christ and encouraging them it, it, 
it's in vain then at that point, I yeah. think. So should it be a process? Because I'm walking this through with you guys mentally. Should it be a process where we um, evangelize or outreach evangelize, share the gospel, let them trust in Christ, or should it all be grouped together? Because, again, my church, we, we do it a little bit differently where the moment they accept Christ, we, we walk through spiritual gifts. We walk through all this stuff and how you can plug in spiritually, but also how you can plug in service-wise. Should we do that in steps or, again, should you lump that all together and encourage both at the same time? Because I, all this comes back, the larger church is just a, a larger version of youth group, in my opinion. It, it really is. Well, the same theory what you said earlier. If you if this we discipleship, if we see our juniors or seniors mm-hmm. investing mm-hmm. or willing willingly investing in sixth seventh graders, in theory, that's what you would want the quote unquote big church to see. Right. You know, your 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 older saints are investing in your younger saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't see that a lot of times. Yeah. Why? I can't answer that. It's a hard issue, I guess. Well, their reasoning we, would be, I'm not being discipled. Right? When you say, I'm not being fed, what is that saying? One, you don't know how to eat, or you don't know how to be fed. But two, you're not plugged into being fed. And I think the greatest way to do that is discipleship, coming along other believers and doing it together. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just throwing it all out there for you guys. I think this is just where I, I stand on that. I think they can all be you, – you can't have one without the other. You shouldn't, yeah. So I think you can lump them all together Yeah. because I think you can evangelize through the process of discipleship. So you can come along some beside someone who's a non-Christian, right. and by showing them what Jesus, how that looks, what that looks like, walking that out with them on a day-to-day basis, that could lead them to Christ, and then you can continue that process of discipleship, and eventually, you're 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 basically telling them now I now I need you to go and do what I've just done with you, and that, the that, whole thing. And that's a whole process of missions. You're sending that person out, right? So I, I think they should all be lumped together. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but and I don't I don't see that separated in scripture either. I could be wrong because I mean, literally it says go make disciples, disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, yeah, it doesn't say go and evangelize and then go make disciples. Mm. Just one command: it's make good. disciples. Yeah, I, that helps. That helps me process that because again, we we push saved by grace, right? Yep. But then what follows that is sanctification, the process of that. Yep. And the whole thing that follows with that is the continuance of discipleship. If yeah. you're doing it right. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't knock anybody that has come to Christ through a large event and yeah. they walk the aisle or walk to the front of the state. Or what, I don't knock that. But how are you continuing in that discipleship of what they just said, of what they want to see happen? And for for myself and for things that I've seen, and we haven't done a great job at that. I mean, and and it is. It, it's a complete process that, like you said, Dustin, it makes so much sense that you walk side alongside with people the entire time and you do it together. Well, it's, it, it's interesting. Y'all, y'all talk about all this the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did this little small series because I was just like, I don't know what we're going to do after all this. Like, I was kind of like, where do we go? I didn't have anything in mind. So I just went back to like a very basic thing. So a lot of my students are, it's a challenge sometimes because a lot of them are spiritually mature for teenagers. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, okay, Lord, what, what, what? What can I possibly teach them that they haven't already heard or that they don't already know? And that creates another whole nother trail of, you know, whole nother rabbit trail of things we could talk about later in ministry. But the idea, I, I, I did this. I said, all right, let's come back. First week, we're going to talk about my faith being personal. Mm-hmm. 
And, and, and I told him, I said, guys, this is, what, this is what I mean by that. The moment you become a Christian, the moment you trust in Christ, that is your story. Right. That is how God saved you. Mm-hmm. You're no longer living by your parents' faith. It's not your grandparents' faith. It's not your great-grandma's faith because she was the church for, a church member for 50 years. Yeah. I said, it's mm. your faith. That's your story. How are you going to go and share that? Mm. Just because you you, you you think you have a horrible story of how Christ saved you, you're... Kyle, your story's different than Dustin's. Mm-hmm. Dustin's yours is different. Mine, mine's different. You know, yeah. Everybody has a different story, and so they look at like Pastor Terry. You know, because Pastor Terry, he he has a rougher history than most people probably. And I'm like, but I don't. I, I never did any of those things. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's still a miracle that God saved you. Mm-hmm. He changed your heart, and he made you a new creation. Hmm. So their challenge that week was they had to tell one person of their story. Come back the second week, two weeks ago, we looked at this idea, exactly this, the cost of discipleship. Mm. Uh, The passage I looked at was in Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. I'll read it real quick. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But he said to him, Allow the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim everywhere the kingdom of God. Another also said, I will follow you, Lord, but first permit me to say goodbye to those at home. But Jesus said to him, No one, after putting his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. And basically, I challenged him in the sense that we say we want to follow Jesus, but yet we come up with all these excuses. Hmm. We don't want to listen to that word that you you said earlier that has been just a beacon in my head for the last year is we don't want to be obedient. Hmm. We know God is calling us to do something, but I, I, I can't do that, God. I, I don't want to do that because if I go and I share my story with this person, they're, they're going to unfollow me on Insta. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going to lose a follower. Mm. I'm going to lose a friend. And so my challenge was, what's the greater challenge? Yeah. You losing someone that you don't even know that just likes your pictures and keeps scrolling or someone you knowing dying and going to hell and never hearing the gospel. Yeah. This idea, this cost of discipleship, it's going to cost us something. Yeah. You know, we, we've talked about it before. Kyle, you said that you used to be a guy that you remember used to do this going around Hickory some, but we don't physically take up a cross every single day and, yeah. and, and follow it with us. Right. Mm-hmm. I uh, challenged my students last week. We talked about the cross after Easter, and I challenged my students. I, I gave them all this handmade cross that one of our guys in our church made, and and it may be cheesy, and you guys can tell me if it is, but I literally had them carry it every day, whenever they grab their cell phone or the wallet or a pocket knife, whatever they have, take this cross with them and let it serve as a reminder. And you would be surprised the amount of people that were like, dude, like, carrying around this torturous device that we don't think of it that way it makes it so much real because you cannot be a christian and not follow christ Mm. like if you're not willing to pay the price if you're not willing to take up your cross and follow him then what does your life in christ mean Mm. it's empty right yeah it's just a belief in certain facts at that point and those facts aren't going to get you anywhere Mm. and, and that was funny because this this was not planned. Yeah. You started posting your pictures about that. Yeah. And Jan's like, aren't you kind of doing something similar to that soon? I was like, really? <laughs> so Kyle's going to think I stole his idea. No. Nah. But that same week when we talked about the cost of subship, I had the crosses. Yeah. Now, granted, I didn't have somebody in my church to make mine. I had to do mine through Amazon, <laughs> you know. But I gave them the cross. Mm-hmm. I said, this week, I want you to either give it to that person that you had to share your story with carried around with you 
or you know between you and God whatever you want to do with it I, I want you to so this past week we came back uh, of all places we finished up in Ezekiel hmm. Hmm. Uh, we, we looked at the passage where God came to Ezekiel and he said is there anyone who's willing to stand in the gap oh mm. yeah uh, is there anyone who's willing to say, hey, I, I'm willing to take a stand against sin? That's good. Mm-hmm. That, is there anyone who's willing to pray for repentance to come upon this nation? But it was so amazing. One of our students was sharing her story about giving one of the crosses and how, how it was working. Um and she was talking to two different people at work. And, like, she talked to, the, talked to her manager, and then she needed another cross to take to the other lady she was talking to. I mean, it was just, I don't want to go into too much detail with because, I mean, that was her story. But it was just so powerful for her to share this. Hmm. And she was like, so is there any way I could get another one of those? I'm like, yes, that's not even, like, yeah, that's, like, you know. Hmm. But I guess that went to my point while I was asking y'all earlier, asking you earlier, how do you see spiritual maturity in our students? Mm. And, and I think sometimes when we can begin to see people, regardless of whether kids, their students, or adults, when you begin to see people want to tell others their story of how God has changed them, I, I, I think that's... yeah. I think that's a step mm. in the right direction. That's the beginning yeah. of that discipleship process. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, there's. I don't. I believe there's no greater way to show what discipleship looks like in your life. Or I had a pastor. I heard him say one time, "You want to know somebody's belief in hell? How often they share their faith." And I think that says a lot. But it also mm. shows, man, this is what God is doing in my life. How often I want to tell people about it. Yeah. And it's not to say, hey, this I got it all figured out, but it's, man, God has brought me to this point, and this is what I want you to know. And you talk about cost and obedience. Man, there's, I don't think there's anything greater than that. So that's good. That's really good. I mean, discipleship, it is going to cost you something. Yeah. Yeah. But in the end, did I really need that in my life anyway? I think that's something I forget sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's... I did put this down from Bonhoeffer. Christianity without discipleship is always Christianity without Christ. Yeah. Think about how Bonhoeffer's life ended. Great cost, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And some people disagree with what he followed through and all that kind of stuff, but he understood the cost and he was facing opposition in your life you will face opposition it's going to happen maybe not as much in western culture as it does in eastern culture you ask somebody living on the eastern side of this world what is discipleship and what is the cost it's going to be different than here sure it's it's sure. gauged yeah. differently it's seen differently it's lived out differently but man we've got to be willing to live that and live that gap like you said stand in that gap we, we can look at the disciples' lives yeah. of what it costs them to follow Jesus. Mm. There's, I mean, Bonhoeffer, perfect example. I'm sure there's many more that we could sit here and think of. There's no, there's no coolness factor, though, <laughs> on asking somebody to be one of those people. And that's the issue. Yeah. The reason that this has made this list is because it is not cool, quote unquote, to be a disciple. But that is what Jesus called us to be. And you're, it's going to be hard to sell people on that, but it's not our job to sell people on mm-hmm. that. It's our job just to live it and to, and to recreate it and to multiply it and, and to do it. And again, it's not going to be cool. But it's worth everything. It, it, it's it's the sacrifice within itself. Hmm. And, and I think to kind of wrap this up, uh, if I look back at that very first sentence, it sounds very harsh when you go back and you think about it, that the drive to get students to come to youth group has caused us to choose between making students happy or holy. Hmm. Maybe this is cheesy. 
I don't know. You can tell me. If we begin discipling our students, pouring into them, investing in them. Good word. Yes, we're going to see the, the spiritual maturity with that. We're, we're going to see the, the, the holiness that they're trying to live out in their life. But they're going to be happy or joyful in Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I think how we define that word happy is really what sets me apart when I think about how I want to try to minister to my students. Mm. Yeah. So... If, if you're listening to this and you, you, you are a pastor, youth pastor, or a parent, because as a parent, you are called to disciple your students. It's, it's not just your pastor, youth pastor, or children's pastor's role. You, you are the primary disciple maker of your student. So hmm. don't be discouraged if you don't see spiritual growth or spiritual maturity right away. Continue investing in them. Continue praying for them. Continue praying over them. And trust God. Say, God, you're just you're just allowing me to water water the field, so to speak. I, I'm just plant, I'm planting that seed every day. You just let me harvest harvest the field. Maybe not water the field. That, that, I don't know. But anyway. So, any, any closing thoughts, real quick, on that one? No, I think that's a good way to. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think that's good. Discipleship yeah. is the greatest investment we can make. Yeah. Exactly. In our own walks and then the walks of other believers. Yeah. And non believers. Let's say that. And non believers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we are going to take a whole complete. We're going to do a 180. So. Ooh, that was my since, 180 sound. There we go. So, being this is May the 4th, this is Star Wars Day, I had this perfect thing. I was like, man, this would be great. But then I was like, wait a minute. We got Dustin with us, so we didn't want to ruin anything Star Wars possibly and make Dustin feel really awkward or, you know, anything like that. So now we'll make all three of us feel extremely awkward. Okay. Now, uh, we're, we're all three dads. Okay. Okay. We all three now have girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hashtag girl dad. <laughs> what better way... To do a bracket challenge, and I'm still keep I'm still keeping it with Disney. Okay. Okay. We are going to do a bracket challenge to see who the official princess of caffeinated living is going to be. Okay. Because we we all know the princesses. Does you even know the princesses? I know most of them. Yeah. Um, you know all of them. Here's how I'm going to gauge every princess in my head. Which one is the best in battle? <laughs> Which one would win at a battle? Okay. Because I can't, you can't, which one is prettier? Which one has a better story? No. Mine is going, which one do I think would win in the Civil War? All right. So that's where I'm putting Okay. <laughs> so you guys can do anything else that you is, want. That is a tits, but okay. So. Oh, which one's the better singer, too? That that comes into play. Okay. So I have 14 princesses. Sweet. Use them all. Oh, I, I am. Is Leia but, on there? No, no, I don't. Actually, she. I could change her instead of this other one. I'm going to do that real quick. I think she counts. Because the other one is, she's not technically a princess, but she is a princess, so she's kind of been, like, thrown in through the alternate universe. But okay. Have, well, that's had, Leia, too. Well, I had Vanellope Von Schweetz. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to leave her in there. Just leave for, her? J- just because if you throw Leia in there, that'd be really... Awkward with all the cartoon princesses. Yeah, she would win in the so, battle. At random, I picked two that got got a buy. Okay. Uh, to help even out the bracket here, so the two that got to buy were Merida. Mm. So if you've ever seen Brave, haven't yet seen that. Mer- you got Merida and then Ariel. Oh, mm. okay. The two redheads. You, oh, that's true. That's <laughs> you funny. moved the two redheads. I didn't think about that. All right. So up first. Okay. Aurora or Snow White? So that's Sleeping Beauty, right? Sleeping Beauty. Versus Snow White. Versus Snow White. Mm. Aren't no. they both asleep? <laughs> they bo- eventually. I'm just yeah. asking. I'm, yeah. I'm making sure I have my, my now, stuff right I already right know here. who I would easily vote for this one. You do realize there's one. Both of you have daughters that are old enough to understand all this. Mine's just eight months old. So. It's okay. It's okay. Just want to put that caveat out there it's so okay. people don't you, think like. 
But but your wife would understand. Well, this. she would. So Her all time favorite. So if you I, don't if you don't choose wisely, I know. you're going to hear about I know. this. So My wife tell, has one all time favorite one. I know, so. Don't tell us yet. Don't I'm tell not. Us yet. I think Snow White has the most annoying voice in any Disney movie. <laughs> okay. So she does not move through. I know she's technically probably the first Disney princess, but I can't stand her voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Snow White was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going Aurora. Okay. Even though a thimble is what took her down. or a, a, Yeah. So she wouldn't do very good in battle, though. She wouldn't, but she does go head-to-head with Maleficent, so I'll, I'll give that to her. Okay. And okay. I think it's a better movie, too. I love The Seven Dwarfs, but if we're just going based on Princess, I can't stand Snow White. Okay. So that's, you, you got to take on this one? Hmm. See, I like both of them. Hmm. See, this is hard. Um, I, yeah, I guess I don't know. <laughs> you got to pick one. I know yeah, I do. I know one. I got to pick Three, one. Three, two, one. First I'm, one on I'm going to Snow White. I, I just love a classic, so I'm going Snow White. Okay. Even though Kyle was right, her voice is annoying, but I tune that out and just listen to the dwarfs. So. <laughs> well, either way, I'm going to get flack for this one. Okay. Because my niece, her favorite princess is Snow White. Okay. So she she loves Snow White, but my daughter, her favorite princess is Aurora. Wow. Okay. So. It's an underdog pick. So you pleading the fifth? Is that what's going on? So I'm saying, Lydia, if you listen to this, I apologize. You're I I still love you. You're still my niece, but I have I have to go with Gracie on this one. Okay. And plus, I do agree with Kyle. About the voice. Snow White is. Yeah. True. So Aurora, you're moving on. Good for her. Sleepy queen. <laughs> Sleepy, Sleepy princess. They both are asleep, so they don't okay. matter. Yeah. The next one, this one's, and I just wrote these down at random. I think this one's a little harder. Moana hmm. versus Mulan. Oh. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Yeah. I thought they would meet in the championship. Me too. Oh, if I'm going with my theory of battle, mm. I got to go Mulan. Oh, Plus... Yeah. I like that movie better. I love Moana. I think Moana is one of the better Disney princess movies, but Mulan's a classic. Mulan is great. She The dragon? She can fight the Huns. I mean, yeah, I'm going Mulan. Okay. Why do I always have to be the guy that goes next? Um fine. Well, you fine. go next. No, next you're time. Good. no, no, we're, no, we're, no, we're good. No, no, no. Um Yeah, I'm 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 Mulan. I'm right there. I like Moana. Uh, the music's good in it. Have mm-hmm. you seen the new Mulan? Mm-hmm. It's pretty oh, good. Yeah, it's, actually, I like it better than I do the cartoon. It's um, it's probably my favorite Disney live action remake. It's yeah. it's that good. All right. Yep, Mulan. Who are me. you gonna say? I would go with Mulan. Okay. I, I I love Moana, but I mean Mulan's she's a warrior. Oh yeah. I mean she's a warrior. She like even though Moana saved her 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 country, I guess technically, but. I like she saved all of Hawaii. She saved an island. Mulan saved all of China. Come on, all right, Dustin. Okay, um, do I have to go first this time. Okay, first okay, time. that's fine. Bell. Oh. Mm. Versus Pocahontas. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good, that's a good one. Oh gosh, you got what Beauty of the Beast, and you got the lady that dresses like a Indian and lives in the forest. She trees. She is an I Indian. Know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Oh goodness! Just she pretends it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she wears makeup. I don't think Indians wear makeup. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, she pretends. Okay. okay. All right. I am okay. Um, I'm going. I'm going bail. That's my. Uh, if my, nobody knows this, I don't. If you do, then great for you. That is my wife's all-time favorite Disney movie. Disney Princesses, Beauty and the Beast. Every time I we go to Disney so, or something, I have to bring her something home that's related to that. So, see, if you'd have went with Pocahontas, you you'd have been sleeping on the couch. Oh yeah, should have had paperwork <laughs> ready at home. I had to sign it <laughs> as soon as I get there. I just okay. So Kyle, who are you going with? Um, Thank you, Kyle. I am. I'm thinking who would be better in battle. There's a window over here. Um, I'll tell you about it. Belle's dad was an inventor, so she could come up with some crazy contraption to win. But yeah, I but think Pocahontas would have been better in hand-to-hand combat because she was uh, a Native American and her, her father was a chief. chief. Yeah. I think, I think I'm think i going. She wore makeup. 
Pocahontas. And I think she's the best, not the best, second best Disney princess singer. I'll give Hot you that. Hot take. I'll give you that. So I'm going Pocahontas. Okay. I'm, go- I'm going with Belle. Yeah. Thank you. I knew you were. You're you're the same way as Dustin. Your wife's favorite is no. Belle. Mm-mm. No. It's, it's changed? It's never been Belle. Oh, I thought she loved Belle because of the library. Mm-mm. No, oh. I mean, she likes Belle, but that's okay. not... I'm going with Belle because Pocahontas is my least favorite Disney movie. Mm. I like the raccoon. Really? Yeah, Miko? Yeah, least favorite Disney movie. Of the, of the princesses. Oh, okay. Of the princesses. I just, I don't know. I don't... The, historically, I get it. I probably should like it, but I'm just not a... All right, Dustin. It's not very historic, okay? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was about to say. Yes. All right, Dustin. All right. Rapunzel. Let down your hair. Versus Cinderella. <laughs> Rapunzel versus Cinderella. Rapunzel versus Cinderella. This is so, easy so, for me. So you have a little bit of old school versus new school yeah. in this one. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I've actually ne- I don't think I've ever I might be lying here. No, I'm not. I don't I don't think I've actually ever seen Rapunzel. Really? No. Tangled? Mm-mm. Mm. I don't think I have. If I have, I don't remember. I think but it's I better do. than Frozen. Oh yeah. 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 But I so I'm I'm going with Cinderella. Okay. Cinderella. Where's your Cinderella. glass slipper? I think oh, well this is easy for my battle situation. She's bringing a frying pan. But I think <laughs> I think Rapunzel again. I'm just choosing her because she's awesome. Yes, Mandy Moore plays her too, and I love Mandy Moore. Um, yeah, Rapunzel. she can strangle people with her hair. She could string. She, she ties people strangle. up. Yeah, she. Yeah. Cinderella though, could hit him with a glass slipper. No, even though, even think about it. Cinderella talks to animals. the pumpkin. <laughs> Cinderella could have the animals attack you. That's true. Just mice. I mean, come oh. on. They can do some damage. They'll eat your toes off. Oh, come no, on. I'm, I'm going with Rapunzel as well. It's okay. I'm going to have to go home and watch it now. You'll you'll like it. Okay. I, you I, better not watch that before Star Wars. I probably will because it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something my kids would probably actually watch. I think Rapunzel is one of the coolest all-time princesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, she's the story. So, all right. Next one. Kyle, I'll go with you first on this one. Okay. Vanellope Von Schweetz versus Tiana. Mm. All right, you got to give me context. I've never seen both of these. Princess and the Frog okay. and Wreck-It Ralph. Vanellope is Wreck-It okay. Ralph, the little girl. I've actually seen Wreck-It Ralph. So. And then, how is she a princess? I know I'm just she likes her, candy. I'm just throwing her in there because we needed one more, like technically Disney She takes princess. over for King Candy. I guess she's and, royalty. And in Wreck-It Ralph 2. In she, the second movie, yeah. she, she she pops up in the thing, and they're like, oh, who's the, you know. Okay. Just just off of that one scene. All right. Um, so, obviously, if you go with Tiana on this one, it's it's completely okay, because she's not technically Disney I like Vanellope, but my daughter's favorite is Tiana. That's her favorite princess. And I think this is not to go with princess. I think that movie has the best soundtrack in all Disney movies. There's a lot of people that say that. I think it. I love the New Orleans vibe. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. It's on my bucket list. And Tiana can cook. What's better than that? Like, if I was going to marry one of these girls, I'm marrying Tiana just based off of that. So. Okay. See, I don't. I still love you, honey, though, if you're listening. I wouldn't choose her over you. Oh. (laughs) I need a tissue. My eyes are watering. (laughs) Might just be allergies. It's just allergies. Yeah. It's allergies. <laughs> it's pollen season. I'm just kidding. Um, I bought you enough time. You did buy me enough time. See, I still don't know because I haven't seen it. Well, I've seen Wreck It Ralph, but I don't know. you just have to pick one. It's all right. What were the names again? I can't remember. Tiana, Tiana and Vanellope. And Vanellope? Like yeah. vanilla, what a but dumb Vanellope? Name. What a dumb name. It's like Penelope with vanilla mixed exactly. together. Okay. Yes. Um. Oh, because she's Vanellope von Schweetz because she plays it's uh, the Candy Crush. Yeah, game. yeah. Kyle kind of sold me on the cooking thing, so mm. I'm going with is it T- Tiana? Is that Tiana? Said? Tiana? Yes. I'll go with Tiana. All right, and I like frogs, so what were you gonna say, Tiana? Yeah. yeah. Is she princess over frogs? I mean, is that just why it's called that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't know the story of the princess and the frog? I, like, no, I do right, not. We, we don't have time. We don't have time, but okay. 
You can tell me after this is I'll over. I'll tell you. Even though I don't necessarily like the movie. Really? It's, uh, it's all right. But I do I do like Tiana. I, I, I like her story. That's what they're theming Splash Mountain after, apparently. So. Yeah. That's another reason I don't like it. I okay. think it'll work, though. I don't. I don't. But anyway, we're not going down that rabbit okay. trail. All right, Dustin. Rabbit, rabbit okay. trail. You said Get rabbit it. trail. Uh, Get it. Elsa. <laughs> Elsa. Versus oh. Jasmine. Ja- <laughs> oh. Why go... <laughs> I go ahead and tell you, my wife cannot stand Frozen. So, <laughs> um, how do you have two small children not like Frozen? Because you've seen it too much. Or? I, okay, don't shoot me. I've actually never go watched it. it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that is has. more surprising okay. than not seeing well, Star no, Wars. No, 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 and here's well, hang on, let me take no, that hold back. On. Okay. I've never seen it, but I know you. You've had to watch a YouTube. I have. I've watched somewhere. clips. I'm going to ask you an off the wall question. I want to build a snowman. Yeah, no, um, that's not even close. I want to ask you an off the wall question in front of the entire podcast. Yeah. What is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Yeah. This is going to say a lot about me. Yeah. Hmm. How have you never seen Frozen? Okay, I know you I mean, just had you, a girl, I but did. let me give you some context so you understand. So my we we watched the first. 10 minutes of it and it drove my wife so crazy she turned it off so we didn't get to watch the rest of it wow so I'll give you some context back in the day when people rented red box movies I, I, I had Fridays off at my last church I rented it by myself and watched it by myself and then that day I went to go buy it and my wife was like you are a weirdo because I liked it that much <laughs> yeah but I mean, I'm gonna watch it I just gotta, can't watch it just like you're gonna watch Star Wars I will what's your Star favorite Wars? movie I want to know this. My favorite movie. You really want to know my favorite yeah, movie yeah, of all yeah. time? Mm-hmm. It's a Disney movie. Okay. The Lion King. Okay. Okay. I uh, love The Lion somehow King. Somehow I think I knew that. Yeah. That is my all time. I think you've said that. you've said that. I even like the um, the new one, the actual anime. The like, yeah, you the live to, version. You need to go to the the Broadway. Or if it ever comes well, I want to. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. I want to see it. But that's my all time favorite. So. Okay. All right. Jasmine. Yeah. I, Jasmine, I love okay. Aladdin. It's just it's a classic. I love it. So carpet flying. It'd be my dream to fly on yeah. a piece of carpet. This is a good one Berber for the battle especially. because Jasmine does have a tiger, and can have the carpet probably anytime she wanted. Yeah. But Elsa, man, her superpower, her powers are unstoppable. She freezes people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty cold. Pretty. But that's yeah. I'm going Elsa based off of that. Okay. Okay. Can't forget the genie, though. But, yeah, yeah. You can have, she doesn't have they, the genie forever. It don't though. matter, though. You can have whatever you want with the genie, But though. she does have a tie. No, I'm still going Elsa. Okay. All right. I'm going Jasmine. Thank you. Man. Because she's my all-time favorite princess. Jasmine is? Yes. Hmm. Aladdin's probably my favorite Disney princess movie. All hmm. time. Espe- especially the live version of it. They did a great job with that one. So, <laughs> have you seen Aladdin? Yeah, the new one. No, 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 just period. Yeah. Okay. I like Aladdin. And then the fact that I proposed to my wife with a whole new world. I mean, <laughs> oh, new world. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round two. Talk we, we, about we, we, cheesy. We got, <laughs> hey, she fell for it. All right, we got we got to move quickly now. So we we got Aurora versus Belle. Aurora, oh, Belle easily. Belle. I didn't vote for her last round, but I'm saying Belle over Aurora. I'm Belle. That's She's I'm got at. the beast. It's true, Aurora. But I guess he's not a beast anymore. Nah, not a beast anymore. But she lives in a mansion, so she's got a lot of money. Yes. Gracie, when you hear this, oh. do not disown your father, but I'm going with Belle. Yeah. She can't disown you. You pay the bills. <laughs> she'll, be on the, she'll be on the street. All right. Mulan. Wait, you forgot the buys. Yeah, they're coming up. Oh, okay. They're coming up. Mulan versus Rapunzel. Oh, this one's hard. This is well, this is a no-brainer because I haven't seen the other one. So the way I'm seeing this, this side of the bracket actually I think was harder. Okay, it it was probably what you said. It could have been like the championship round almost. Yeah, I know where I'm going. Can I go ahead and say it? Sure. I'm going Mulan because I haven't seen Rapunzel. What are you going to say? I'll let you go before me. I'm going to say Rapunzel. Oh man, I was hoping you. I wouldn't have to decide. I'm going to say Rapunzel. I, I love Rapunzel. She's, yeah. pr- she's probably my second favorite. Second favorite. That's my wife's favorite princess. It's Rapunzel. I'm going Mulan. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm winning today, even though... 
Who'd you go with? Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. Mulan. Yeah, Mulan moves forward. I, I don't think you could pick a battle on over either one of those. That's true. Now, that movie has my favorite Disney song. Can you sing it for us? Because I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> that was all free, folks. That was yep. for your... All right. See, nobody liked my Here, build a snowman when everybody yeah. laughed at me. Here, here's where the bike comes in. Because <laughs> you said, I want to build a snowman. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Tiana versus Ariel. Oh. Oh, man. I'm going to say something controversial. I think The Little Mermaid is a dumb movie. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. I know one person you just yeah xed off your list. I, I, the music makes up for how bad that movie is. I'm just gonna say it. So I think Ariel was lame, and I think she's pretty disobedient to her father. So in that case, <laughs> well, in I'm that going respects all of them were yeah. disobedient to their father, and that, that except respect. for Tiana because she lived out her father's dream. So that's why I'm picking Tiana. Okay. Okay. Oh gosh. You want me to go? Will that help you? Yeah, yeah I, I, help and me. I said that because I know you both are going to say Ariel. Well, I'm going to say Ariel because that's my wife's all-time favorite yeah. princess. I want her to explain to me in person why it's actually a good movie. So what did what did Tiana do that was so great? She started a restaurant. Okay. She earned her own money because she didn't marry. How is she a prince? Oh, because he's a prince. But see, this prince had no money. So... Mm. Watch the movie. I will. And what was that movie again? Princess and okay, the Frog. That's what I thought. Princess She's the princesses of frogs. Of frogs, yeah. <laughs> rip it, rip it. Yeah, I'm going Ariel. I, I'm, I'm going Ariel. I, I love The Little I, Mermaid, actually. Thanks, yeah, Kyle, for that's, that's, stepping that's all over us. If you rewatch like right it, when's the last time you've watched it? I rewatched it. She is the cheesiest princess, too. Yeah, we, we, that's a whole other discussion we could get into. And she's the dumbest one, too. She calls a fork a dinglehopper. I mean, come on. Well, cause she, she's a mermaid. She doesn't understand human culture. Oh, <laughs> Dinglehopper. Nice. All right. This one might be pretty She probably wanna, smells like Harbor Inn. Do you still want to be a snowman? <laughs> come on now. Harbor Inn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't live around here, Harbor Inn is the seafood restaurant. So Long John Silver's. There. How about that one? There All you right. go. Gosh. Um, that's like. Jasmine versus Merida. No. So I know, Ariel, I know where you're going. Ariel moved on. Yes. All right. Jasmine versus Merida. Merida. Because that's your all. That's your favorite. Yeah. I'm gonna quit talking because I've made a lot of people mad today. But yeah, Merida. <laughs> I'm still kind of mad at you. Merida's so. my favorite princess. I'm plotting how I open this wood to push you out. <laughs> this is got. This has been a serious bracket. It I didn't think been. it'd be this serious. See now I forgot what the choices were. Thanks. Merida versus. <laughs> Jasmine. Jasmine. This yeah, I'm, like, this one's actually. I know where I'm at, so I'll right. go ahead and tell you. I'm at Jasmine. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually torn. Really? You look very torn. Now Merida's the only princess from Pixar. Disney. Yeah, Pixar. Yeah. But if if I stick to what Kyle was saying in a battle royale, I mean, Merida's. She's pretty fierce. She's a beast. Yeah. And I would not mess with her dad. I mean, Jasmine's dad is a dumpy old fella. <laughs> I See, I'm making pe- I'm just going to be quiet. I, lo- I love Jasmine, but I really want to see this next matchup. So just based off of the next matchup, that's the only reason I'm going right. with Merida. You're All going right. to battle the redheads in the next round. Merida. No, not yet. Oh, not yet? Oh, yeah, because they were the two number All one right. seasons. see who goes to the championship. Here we go. Oh, Lord help me. Oh, no, this is, we've got a classic here. No, no. About, about the same time, actually. Belle versus Ariel. Hmm. Oh, man. I know where I'm heading. All right, so where are you going? Belle. All right. Because I, I talked you out of Ariel being cool, didn't no, I? No, it's because. But I'm going to go with Ariel. Because Beauty and the Beast is like my wife's all-time favorite. I cannot dis, dis, dis The that Little one. Mermaid is Jenna's all-time favorite. Yeah, so. so. Yeah, you got a choice here. You, you, no, I don't have a choice. I've already <laughs> told you guys. I think we got to spit it out. Ariel's dumb, so <laughs> I'm going. You. Just be honest. Literally, she's dumb. 
but I'm going. Um, if you do not know, Cal is currently. What's the other choice? What's the other choice? I'm going to the other choice. I didn't realize that the the, the redhead over here is going to get a little like the ginger over here is getting a little spicy. Just don't, just don't say anything about redheads, because remember. My well, wife is a redhead. I know, but he I, can It has nothing oh, to do with her having red hair. That's good. All right. The little, he's getting a little ginger. Well, you, got, you, got a, you haven't said right. it. you so got to say you, it. Are you going Bell? Yeah. All right. So, Bell is moving on to the championship. There we go. Go, go Bell. Right. For no reason other than this I didn't one, like the other options. I know, but <laughs> this one you cannot tell me is, a, is one of the better matchups. Mulan versus Merida. This should be the championship. Mulan versus Merida. This would be the best I mean, battle. That's that's two that's two good princess warriors right there to me. Yeah. What were the two again? Mulan versus Mulan, Merida. Merida. Mm. Think about the battle between the two. I, Who would I, win? That's the question. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell mine. Okay. I think the redhead would win. They're fierce. They are. They'll cut you up and they, feed you to the wolves. They have a little attitude in them. Trust me. Now, if I went by the cartoon version, I'd pick Merida. Because I don't like the yeah. cartoon version of Mulan. But the, You don't? It's not my favorite. Okay. I, I like it. It's not... What about Mushu? Mushu. Mushu's great. But if he I go great. by the remake, the live action version of Mulan, she moves on for that reason right there. So I'm going, I'm going with Mulan. So they haven't made a live action of Merida, have they? No. I didn't no, so. but that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be intense. That would be intense. So, all right, who you got? Hmm. This is tough. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go there with Mulan, I guess. Okay. And I you said Merida? Mulan. No, I said Mulan. Oh, oh Mulan. well, it's already settled then. I know, but who would you pick? Merida. I just, I, I, I like Merida. I think Mulan would win in a battle, but I think Merida's cool. Plus, I need to make up for all my comments against the red-headed <laughs> Ariel. So, that leaves us with two completely <clears throat> different princesses. Oh, Lord, who we got? Belle versus Mulan. Is that, that's the final? That's the final. Okay. Oh, this is easy. Just based on my battle argument, Mulan. So, but would you say this, though? Okay. They're probably the two most educated princesses. Why is Mulan educated? Well, she kind of had to be to find a way to hide herself to live with a bunch of guys for months on end. Yeah. Way more educated than Ariel. He does not like a little mermaid. <laughs> I just, while we were talking, I just Googled, Ariel is dumb. And the reasons why I don't oh, like it. Sh- okay, we ain't got Where is Prince there. Eric's family? Because if he doesn't have a family, shouldn't he be King Eric? And did you know who played Prince Eric? Wayne Brady from the Brady Bunch. So, And then how are people made? You ever thought about that? <laughs> Greg Brady, sorry. The guy that played Greg Brady played Prince Eric. Anyways, how are mer people made? Eggs? <laughs> Procreation. He, he, just, he, just, he just took this podcast to a whole yeah, other level. Yeah, we, All right. So, I know where I'm going. So. I know where I'm going. I'm ready. I'm there. Mulan. Because I want to stay married. Bail. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do like, I like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast is a really good movie. Yeah. Okay. Really Even the live movie. version was pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Bail. Okay. I, I think she's... I, th- I think she's class all the way. Class, yeah. She When you think of princess... She could throw books at people. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think when you think of princess in its purest form, I think she's the best princess, for sure. Yeah. Cinderella is probably the first one you think of, but, yeah. Although, I would like to be able to go out of my house and just turn my pumpkin into a carriage. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Bippity-boppity-boo. <laughs> I mean, I just like Belle. She's, she's cool. She is cool. She's sophisticated, smart. So there you have it. Belle is our official princess of caffeinated living. That sounds really weird to say that. <laughs> yeah. Now, as we were doing this, I did have one thought that would pop into my head. What about if we did all their side characters? What does that mean? Like who like they're... Mushu. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, all the different... Who would Belle's be? 
You got Mrs. Potts. You could say, you could say Lumiere Kip. or Chip. Yeah. yeah. You got the clock. Don't forget the clock. Sebastian. You'd have Sebastian. Pocahontas, you got... Uh, Miku. So, I mean, a lot of those would be... In, and then Rapunzel. The best animals of Disney. That'd be a good one. That'd be interesting. So, oh, there you go. All the way from the cost of discipleship to Disney princesses. We've, <laughs> we, we've covered it all today. It's a good discussion today, boys. Good I still, discussion. I still want to know. Somebody go help me build a snowman. <laughs> Will you sing us out? Sing us out, Dustin. I'm not going to sing us out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to save that for next week's podcast. I'll work on my So voice. next week, what are we going to talk about? I know. It's going to be exciting. We're out of... Not we're, that we were just using that, but man, there's a bunch of good content there. Yeah. So we're gonna have to come up. And, and I would, I, I would let me close with that. Like I know that was a long, yeah, few weeks, but honestly, I, I really pray that you got something out of it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it might be time to do another question and answer now yeah. that Dustin's on board and people have had a chance to think of other questions. And it doesn't have to be just questions to us. I mean, questions about the Bible. Maybe we can answer. Maybe we can't. But. That'd be interesting. I'll get Jeremy Frady to send us some questions and we'll all be like... <laughs> so, Jeremy, if you're listening, I just called you out, buddy. Well, maybe we need to bring Jeremy on next week. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. He's got the greatest stories you ever heard. And he would have a great voice for... He does have a good this. radio voice. He could sing us a song, too. Yeah. On his guitar. Y'all don't know what you're asking. But anyway, we ain't got time to go down that one. So, again... Thanks for joining with us. Have a great week. And until next time. As always, keep it caffeinated. And may the fourth be with you.